live from Hallandale Beach, it's Holistic Stride. Hey now, everybody. Welcome to Holistic Strides, a Start With Your Feet production. We are coming to you live on tape from my office in sunny Hallandale Beach, Florida. My name is Dr. Richard J. Rimler, otherwise known as Doc Rick, and I am one of a few holistic podiatrists in the country. I am your host of Holistic Strides, a talk show d devoted to taking small but powerful steps down a path to a more holistic lifestyle with an emphasis on foot health and the start with your feet approach to wellness. This includes unique advice on supportive shoes, orthotics, exercise via interval training, organic nutrition, vitamins and supplements, and stress management. So why should you watch or listen to my show? The short answer is to achieve better health through self-empowerment with the understanding that it all starts with your feet. The idea is to add one holistic principle regularly to your life and gradually transform yourself to better health. Just take it one step at a time. I can guide you since I have undergone the same transformation. Therefore, I walk the walk. Today, I will be talking about what to do if you have Barbie foot. Before we get to that, I want to go over what I feel is the most important thing you can do for your health besides not smoking cigarettes. Interval training. So start by picking your preferred mode of exercise. It could be walking, running, using an exercise bike, treadmill, doing jumping jacks, or swimming. Try to do this close to home for convenience. Try to do it in the morning, since it only takes 10 to 12 minutes. That way you can get it in before work or school. Here is my personal prescription for interval training. Start off with a 20 second fast velocity, followed by a one minute slow recovery speed and do this for six intervals. In my case, I go out to the street in front of my house and I sprint for 20 seconds. Then after the recovery portion of roughly one minute of slow walking, I reverse my direction and sprint for 20 seconds once again for the next interval. After doing six intervals at 20 seconds fast speed, I then switch to a 15 second fast velocity, followed by the same one minute slow recovery speed and do this for three intervals. Guess what? You are now done. The take home point is that the final three intervals must be done at a faster speed to reap the health benefits, which are substantial. Those benefits include strengthening your lungs and heart, aiding in weight loss by inducing a 12-hour fat afterburn, better oxygenation to your cells, and most notably being anti-aging. Think of it as your own personal stem cell treatment given to you by yourself. I have been personally doing this technique since I first heard about it when I was age 50, and I think that this is one of the main reasons for my continued good health into my 60s. By the way, you can access a free ebook download about interval training, including my prescription, 
by going to my website, startwithyourfeet.com. You can then find it in the blog section. I invite everyone to incorporate interval training into your schedule and kickstart your path to wellness. Now let's get to our main topic today, which is what to do if you have Barbie foot. So everybody knows that Barbie has been in the news uh, the last month or so. Uh, the, the movie came out to much fanfare. It really got a lot of people uh, in, the, in the theaters for a change, which is unusual for the last couple of years where people were actually going to the movies to see it. Got a tremendous response. A lot of people going to see that movie. Uh, I want to say that I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen trailers and commercials and it's all over. It's on commercials on TV. You can't miss it. I know that Margot Robbie plays uh, the, the title character. It's been a huge success. The one thing about Barbie's foot, when you see the doll Barbie, is that it has a very, very high arch. So that inherently is going to cause a lot of problems. When I see a patient for the first time and I'm going through my biomechanical exam, I'm going to foot type the patient into two main categories, a flat foot, which most people have heard of, and a hard foot, which is the opposite. Now, a high arch foot like Barbie's is typically going to be in the hard foot category, but not always. So you can't always go by looking at the arch height when you're foot typing, you have to actually see what the foot is doing when you are standing to see if it really is a hard foot or does that high arch foot actually flatten. So that's where the expertise of the biomechanical exam comes in, where then I can foot type the patient. And then from there, I can speak intelligently about the kinds of shoes they should wear, some, some lifestyle advice. And of course, if I'm picking out an orthotic for them and they have a hard foot, of course, I'm gonna go with something soft under their foot. That's what I call the yin and yang of biomechanics, where if you have a flat foot, you wanna put something harder, harder under it. If you have a hard foot, you wanna put something softer under it. So believe it or not, a hard foot, a high arch foot, if it's a hard foot, that will actually cause more problems than a flat foot unless the flat foot is very severe. That causes a whole uh, category of problems in and of itself. But a mild flat foot, I actually consider ideal. When it becomes moderate or severe, that's when problems happen on the flat foot side of things. But a hard foot, I find, causes just as many problems as the flat foot. So if you have a hard foot and you want to know some things of what to do and what not to do, here are a couple of my go-tos. These are the things that you want to know. So one of them is that if you have a hard foot that does not flatten, that means it does not absorb shock. So therefore, you do not want to walk barefoot on a hard surface in your house. So you if you have a tile floor, a wood floor, those hard surfaces, you don't want to walk barefoot. If you have carpeting, you can, and you're on probably uh, on the younger side, then you can maybe get away with walking barefoot on carpeting. 
because that has a little bit of shock absorption in it. But if you have a hard surface at home, you definitely don't. So what you want to do in its place is you want to you want to use a rubber soled open toe sandal in the house as your house shoe. You do not want to wear a slipper, even if it's soft, has a soft sole, because the closed nature of the shoe and the fact that it doesn't have a lace or a tie or a Velcro means that you're going to put your foot in a shoe that's too short. You need to have an inch of toe room in your shoe. A loafer and a slipper does not allow you to do that without coming out of the shoe. So instead, I want to recommend a open toe uh, shoe that comes across the top of the foot and you keep it with a rubber sole. And that's going to be better for walking around the house. If anybody has a problem with balance or any of my patients that are a little bit older, I'm going to also recommend that they not only have an open shoe that comes across the top, not with the thong, which is inherently unstable, but I'm going to recommend having a strap behind the heel also. So I'm usually going to recommend a rubber soled hiking shoe, hiking sandal, open toe for your house, for the house shoe. So that, that shoe is going to give the some shock absorption that your foot does not provide. Another thing to know if you have a hard foot is that you don't want to wear leather soled shoes. You want to wear rubber soled shoes. Again, to give that or th to give that cushioning that your foot is not providing. So remember that you want to wear a soft shoe, rubber sole when you have a hard foot. Then if you're going to go the next step and get an orthotic, that needs to be soft also, because if you put a hard orthotic underneath a hard foot, that's going to cause problems. So you need to have something soft, but not just an over-the-counter soft device that they call an orthotic, or they might call it an arch support. You actually want to do an orthotic as a prescription arch support. You want to control motion, and that's where the prescription comes in. I want to control in the rear foot, the midfoot, and the forefoot. I want to balance out the forces, and I want to make sure that I'm controlling motion with the appropriate soft material to put under the foot. So a hard foot needs to have something soft in the shoe, and the orthotic needs to be soft as well. So therefore, it's going to be easier for the person to tolerate the shoe and the orthotic, and then they will be able to walk around comfortably and hopefully strong. You also want to pay particular attention to your lower back when you have a hard foot. A hard foot sends shock waves up the foot because the foot is not absorbing shock well. So then your foot's going to hit hard. It's going to send shock waves all the way up the leg to the lower back. So you want to pay attention to your lower back when you have a hard foot. You want to make sure that you are doing stretching every day of the lower back and strengthening every day of the lower back with exercises that you can do at home. You can do uh, wall push-ups in the shower, stretching your lower back. Uh, so actually, not wall push-ups, but climbing of the wall to stretch your lower back. You want to do 
strengthening of the lower back and that you can lie on a, an ottoman and you can go into the Superman pose and hold that for about 20 seconds. And that's going to strengthen the lower back. And there are many other exercises to do for that. So if you are not getting the results and you're having some back pain uh, from having this hard foot, then the next step would be to go regularly to the chiropractor to get regular adjustments to align the spine, make sure that the disc is not going to be pushing on the, on, on the sciatic nerve, which will then cause sciatic pain, can cause pain in the leg and the foot, can cause numbness, can cause tingling, and it can ultimately cause burning pain that is such a factor that it affects your sleep. And that is a big problem. So before you get to that point, you want to take steps to mitigate that. So my advice is the first thing you want to do is not to go to a kiosk to get evaluated as to your foot type, but go to a podiatrist and find out what your foot type is. People have no problem going to the optometrist or ophthalmologist when they're around 40 to get their eyes checked because that's usually when things start to happen. And I say that at that same age range that you should also go to the podiatrist even if you only get the information as to what is your foot type. Because with that, you'll be able to know whether a rubber sole shoe or a leather sole shoe is good for you. You'll be able to potentially get an arch support slash orthotic, a prescription arch support, not an over-the-counter one. That's going to be of the proper material and that's going to control motion. So that's the difference between an arch support that just has a little piece supporting the arch and a prescription arch support, which is an orthotic. That is going to address more parts of the foot and balance the foot and control motion and promote stability. Then you put that into a, a shoe in the appropriate shoe with a lace or a Velcro to give you even more stability firm behind the heel, and then you have the right orthotic under your foot, and then you have the one-two punch for stability. So I recommend Barbie, if she were to come into me as a patient, I would recommend that she's going to not walk barefoot on a hard surface, that she's going to wear a rubber-soled, open-toe sandal in the house. If she's going to want to wear a sandal outside the house, I'm going to recommend a sandal that has a strap behind the heel. I'm going to recommend that she wears a rubber-soled shoe outside the house, like a dress sneaker. And I'm going to recommend that she gets a softer orthotic to wear. And with that, Barbie and anybody that has a Barbie foot is going to be walking a lot more comfortably down the line, hopefully with fewer problems. Well, it looks like we are out of here for today. I hope you enjoyed the show and learned something new. I want to thank all of my striders for your support. I hope that you guys can incorporate today's topic into your lifestyle gradually over the next month to then make it a habit. Email me if you have any particular topics you would like to talk about on future shows. You can email me um, to docrick at startwithyourfeet.com. 
Until next time, start thinking outside the box in your approach to overall health by looking to your feet as a starting point. Walk strong and live long, my friends. See you next time on Holistic Strength.